having to focus on myself. Like yeah. I said, I got two kids right. and I was working uh, nine to five. So for a long time, it was just like me in between, like doing hair on the side and then still working a nine to five, mm-hmm. but really knowing that my passion was in the hair. Mm-hmm. So just having to balance that, like, okay, you got to pick one or the other because, right. you know, like doing both is just, it's like you so, well, I was so miserable, you know, just working a job that I don't like. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that started making me not like what I actually love was doing it because I was so exhausted from the other job. The fifth, it's like, by the, the time third, I got to my client, do again, pockets yeah. Good idea, now we buy murders. Payment miss. Ooh, the ghetto. Say she quit. Ooh, the ghetto. Late on your rent. Rent is ghetto. New event. Ooh, the ghetto. Invoice in. another episode of the ghetto ceo podcast where we talk about all things ceo because being a ceo is giving ghetto okay i find people that want to tell their story the authentic truth behind being a ceo because honestly y'all it's not as easy as these people with the g-wagons and the rolexes and the rolls Royces and all the things we making it seem it's a lot of tears that we cry it's a lot of things that we go through but honestly it's probably the most fulfilling thing that I've ever done in my life but that doesn't mean that I'm not crazy okay so I found other CEOs that want to help me tell their stories as well right but if you are enjoying this podcast make sure you like comment and subscribe and go leave a review because this is how we know that we're doing a good job but today on the couch we got the ultimate CEO I am super excited to interview this young lady because this is going to help you guys know that being a CEO is giving very much ghetto welcome to the couch hi i'm precious hey girl hey what's up it's really nice for you hit me here today yeah i'm losing my voice i'm sorry i've been fussing no um, no what you was fussing about child just everybody you know i felt like today was supposed to be my day you know mm-hmm. but you know everybody have um things going on it so. was ghetto yeah so it was kind of hard making it here today yes well here. you made it yes and I'm kind of nervous because this is my first time doing a podcast. No, don't be nervous. And you know, my first time business owner, so yes. I'm just well, we popping your cherry today, okay, yes. girl? Okay. <laughs> I love it. So, okay, precious, you said. Well, first, let's let's talk about this, right? Because I think a lot of times. This is not probably the first time you've ever felt like that. But a lot of times as CEOs, we be like, this is my moment. Mm-hmm. And things be getting in the way. So how did you feel today, like, getting geared up for the podcast? Like, what do you feel like was holding you back? Well, I, I was nervous about it the whole time. But at first, you know, I was excited about it. And then it just, as it got closer, I just got, you know, a little bit more anxious and things. And then it's like, everything, it's like, everything just started going wrong. Mm-hmm. But still going right so yeah. it's, i mean we made it i yeah. love that because yeah. that's how business is yeah it definitely is it be ghetto sometimes. it definitely be ghetto <laughs> and things like. be going wrong but we gotta honestly like take it take it by the chin you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and just keep going so tell them a little bit about your business and how you got started okay so i own salon district in pikesville we just got licensed in april so okay. we are like really a new salon mm-hmm. But um, it was a long journey because I actually um, went to hair school. I, I started out as a breeder. Okay. So 
I wanted to go to the next level, so I'm like, let me go ahead and go to customizing school so that I could extend my services and, you know, give better quality and things like that. Okay. So How long you been braiding? Probably like 12, 12 years. What? It's been a while, oh, you yeah. Are OG. You talking about this your first alarm, but you an OG in the yeah, game. I mean... I guess. Yeah. I, I try to be, but yeah. it's it's really hard. It really yeah. is. It's like it's always something. It's really it's really always something. Well, as a braider, a lot of that is you. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. did you have team when you were a braider? Like, no, it was just it was just me. So okay. that's what's the difference. Cause being a braider, it's like you just doing your own thing. So mm-hmm. now trying to actually open a salon and do the salon things, it's yeah. like it's a whole different field than you just you know. Let me bridge your head real quick, you right. know. And what was that? What was that like trying to open this salon? What was like a, a hard part of it? The hardest part. Well, okay. So when I was braiding, I had a suite, mm-hmm. and I actually got, um, I got a letter saying that they was gonna tear down the building of my salon suite. Mm. So I didn't know what I was gonna do for a while, but. Things end up working out, and I was able to find a larger salon space, like a 1,300 square foot kind of space. Yeah. So once I signed my lease for that, probably like November, it was just a whole process of like contracting, insurance, getting work done, and by me not really having no experience, you know, in that field, it was kind of hard. Like I felt like, I kind of got trapped a little bit. Yeah, it, like, it's, dang, it's, it's, what, it's what is stuff, supposed to be? But, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's it's working out. It's it's working out. So, we've opened a salon at this point. So, you said, okay, we started out as a braid 12 years ago. Now, this, because we got this beautiful, beautiful braid. Yeah. So, what is this about? Okay, so, I figure because I'm in Atlanta, you yes. know, in the braid and Judy are doing the KHP braid up challenge. Okay, okay. So I was like, you know, I might as well go ahead and show off my little braid. Yes. It's probably over like, it gotta be like twenty feet. I, I guess That's like twenty crazy. feet long. Yeah, and it's just um for Pride Month they was doing a challenge for this month. So I was like, let me go ahead and jump in on it. And yeah, so this is the look. This is the braid. Okay, I love it. I love it. So how long did this take you? It took me. It took me like a day. Okay. Yeah. It 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 didn't take too long, but you know, had to run around to a couple targets to get some product <laughs> because everybody was sold out. But yes. we we got it. We got it done. Oh, that's dope. So you used the product to even create the braid. Yeah. I loved it. I loved yeah. it. So did yeah. you? You created some content. I did. Okay. I did. And and I'm trying to get better with the content actually because that's that's real ghetto for me because I don't, I don't really like social media and all that stuff. Why? Because it's just a lot. It's really a lot. Like, I'm not a social media person. I'm not like, you know, I don't like all of this. Yeah. No, I don't do none of that. You know, (laughs) But you know, one thing that like I tell hairstylists that they got a cheat code because you literally do content-able things every day. Mm. You know what I do every day? What? I sit in front of the computer with my bonnet on. Really? So, like, I have to actively... Well, that, that sounds like the life to me. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to be, okay? I'm but, that, I mean, of course, I'm working, but, like, I'm in front of the computer, and I don't look. 
nice all the time or I'm mm-hmm. not doing, I'm not out in the streets all the time. Mm-hmm. But like as a hairstylist, every day you're doing hair. Right. You may not look as cute as you Yeah, look. I don't. Yeah, I'm <laughs> definitely, I'm doing hair. My yeah. hair usually, yeah. But you doing something that can be recorded. You know what I'm saying? Like right. for me, like I be having the set it up but then it also like it it stretches out the process Mm. like so now a four hour style taking me five hours because i gotta sit and i gotta prop up my camera and i gotta do this and i gotta stop to do that like it's 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 a lot like i don't like it i'm more so i want the clients that just want to get their hair done and get (laughs) one out of here like yeah yeah i I really don't want to do the social media but i I love it so do you feel like you got to tap in more to it now because you got your salon yeah yeah. Yeah. So what's the what's the what's the plan for this salon? Have we did like a grand opening? We got other I, chairs. Like how I didn't it? even do a grand opening because it was like just so much going on with everything. Like yeah. I said, I opened in November, but I didn't get licensed until April. Okay. So the entire time it's like we can't operate, but operational costs still got to get paid. You know what Thanks. I mean? So the money got to come from somewhere, Thanks. and. That mean you gotta break my head. Yeah, like I'm, 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 I don't, I ain't really have time to, you know, really sit back and enjoy the fruits of my labor. Like I didn't, yeah. I didn't have time to have a grand opening. I was too busy working. You know, right, 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 right. So now, all right, cool. So we got the salon open. What's the dream? Like, where are we trying to go? We definitely trying to have you know big storefronts, you know, products, you know, name household products and mm-hmm. all of it, you know, merchandise. Just service and full service salon. Like we are already a full service salon, but I just need like loyal stylists. You know, like filling the chairs is hard. Yeah. You know, especially when you 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 a new a new salon. It's like right. people kind of like mm, you know I don't know. I'm kind of comfortable where I am. Yeah. Don't know if I want to take on the responsibility of having a booth rent or. I like to have my own sweet space. But it's like, it's more so for business-minded entrepreneurs that, you know, like, I don't want to micromanage you or nothing like that. Like, you just want to have your space. You can still run your business from your right. space. It's right. just, I'm just providing you a space to grow your business. I love that. I love and grow that. my business at the same time. Period. You know? I mean, simultaneously. Yeah. We help each other. Yeah. Okay? That's the goal. That's the <laughs> no, I love that. And I think people, like, sleep on... Um, the power of salon culture. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like I, I remember on Saturdays, like going to get my hair done in my my godmom salon, mm-hmm. and I'd be there all day listening to their business and uh-huh. talking about men and all. That. I was like, you was doing what? Ooh, you nasty, Ooh. Like, you know. <laughs> so like listening to all of that stuff, and I just want I think about our kids, and I'm yeah. like, y'all ain't getting none of the culture. You know, yeah, what I mean? definitely do. I have two kids, so I do okay. have my kids, Kelly and Chloe. I'm gonna. So yes. I do have them in there. The little one, she's in there folding towels and yes. things. And I want to help me. How old are your me. kids? Three and 13. Okay. Oh, dang. You yeah. got a gap, girl. Yeah. What made you start over? Yeah. I don't even, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking about, but. <laughs> we hear that. Yeah. Yeah, now. Okay, take a bit. I, I love it. I love it. So, all right. We building this salon. We're trying to get stylists in the salon. Um, what do you feel like is going to allow your salon to just stand differently, like out differently in the city? Well, what's going what's to make us stand out differently in the city? We're going to partner with Kaleidoscope, and, yes. you know, that's going to be that. And what's, I mean, it's just a different vibe. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like my salon, it's more so really relaxed. Like, okay. 
chill, lofty music, you know, yes. just come and get pampered and just get treated well. And it's like, it's, you know, not not a whole lot going on, but it's a little bit going on. Yeah, some but, is a vibe. We yeah, vibe it's it. a vibe. I yeah. love it. So you got two, two, two on your hand. What that mean? The two, two, two? Yeah. Oh, this is this is a personal tattoo. It's like just basically that I'm, you know, on right path, you okay. know, regardless whatever I'm doing, you know, I'm on path. I like it. You know, I like it. That's every cute. everything gonna try to take it, you know, try to take me out, but I'm you, a, you I'm on the right path. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So one thing that you know we always talk about is like being a CEO is very ghetto. Mm -hmm. What is like the outside of like building a salon, you know, in your your twelve year tenure? What is like one of the hardest things that you had to kind of accomplish in this the last twelve years? The hardest thing that I had accomplished, I think, like just. Having a focus on myself, like yeah. I said, I got two kids and I was working uh, nine to five. So for a long time, it was just like me in between, like doing hair on the side and then still working a nine to five. Mm -hmm. But really knowing that my passion was in the hair. Mm -hmm. So just having to balance that, like, OK, you got to pick one or the other because, right. you know, like doing both is just. It's like you so, well, I was so miserable, you know, just working a job that I don't like. Mm -hmm. And it's like that started making me not like what I actually love was doing here because I was so exhausted from the other job. Yeah. It's like by the time I got a, got to my clients, it's like, oh, you know, I don't really feel like it. Right. But my clients were always there for me. So it's like. I'm I, I, I like I'm a, I'm a prioritize y'all because mm -hmm. I you know I have that much faith in my business and in myself that you know this that's my path. Yeah, I love that. So you start. So first of all, your your you say your oldest daughter, right? Mm -hmm. She's a girl. Okay, so your oldest daughter is thirteen. You've been doing this business for since you were. Well, for 12 years. So you started the business after you like you was a new mom. How did that go? Oh, that. Honestly, that actually is what made me focus on myself a little bit more because it was like, it was like just postpartum heartbreak and all of that. And it's just like, girl, get selfish. Yeah. Like this shit is 100% all about you. Like, yeah. I don't care what else is going on. Like you got to focus on yourself and you got to do what you want to do. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like, working a job because growing up, it's like, oh, you know, doing hair is not a real job. You know, you got to get a real job. You got to get benefits. So I'm working at the post office, and I'm, you know, at TSA talking about empty your water bottles and remove your <laughs> shoes. Like, don't nobody want to be hollering at all day long. Like, yeah. I'm, no. Like, no, that that's not my story. Like, and so you got selfish. How long did it take you to go full-time into braiding? How long did it take me to go full time? I actually, um, so during COVID, we had got like laid, you know, not laid off, but we was able to take some time off. Plus, because I had just had my daughter, so I was okay. able to take a um take a lot of time off, and I actually just, I just transitioned right out. And I, like, yeah. I ain't coming back. And, and I, yeah, <laughs> I went because when I, after the after the break, it was like when I went back, it was like. It was like it just felt like space. Like, yeah. what am I doing in here? Like, no, I don't want to be in <laughs> Get here. Get me out of yes. here! I went out for real. Yes. So, yeah, that's when I just 
um, started the I started the suite, and then a year after that, that's when I got the letter like the building is being torn down. Mm-hmm. So then, like I was I was real devastated because I was in high school at that time, and high school was right down the street. So I would leave high school, go to the, you know go to the shop, go to the suite, and do my clients. <clears throat> but when I got the letter, I'm just like, what the like what I'm going to do now? You know? Yeah. But it, I mean, it all worked out ultimately because yeah, sometimes gotta just push yeah, you out there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. And so now you got this salon. We got we about to get these styluses. We about to book it up. <clears throat> How many chairs you got in your salon? I have four makeup chairs and five salon chairs. So I have three more chairs to fill. Okay. I don't have any makeup artists. I actually need some makeup artists. But you know my girl that did my makeup, Sequoia. Yeah, okay. You know. I love it. I love it. So when we think about the next five years, what does that look like for you? Like the what next do you five years. What do you want to learn or uh, accomplish in the next five years? Well, I definitely wanna get like you know, I feel like you gotta be like um what what like people expect you to be perfectly like professional yeah, and like ain't, ain't it's, gonna it's, be. it's not like you know it's yeah. a work in progress for yeah. me you know what i mean yeah. like like i said i'm a braida um turn cosmetologist mm-hmm. just opened a salon like it's a process like it's yeah. a transition so we working towards you know all of the the finances, the funding, like I started this with like, you know, I took out the TSP and went, yeah. and went, went all in, you feel me? Yeah. Like it wasn't no funding. It's hard to get funding when you are not familiar, you know, with the, with the system. Right. And then nobody wants to give you funding. Cause it's like, well, you never opened a business. So why would I give you? You gotta, you, you gotta, know what I mean? you gotta build improve. credit. Mm-hmm. They like, you don't have credit, but you gotta build the credit. But <laughs> How I'm gonna build the credit if I don't if y'all don't wanna give me the credit. You know what facts, I mean? Like facts. I don't it's it's confusing. You know, it's so funny. It. We had one of my friends on here and she um she's raised like over ten million dollars for mm-hmm. um and she talked about before she could ask somebody for a million dollars, she had to make a million dollars. And I was just like, damn. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you, it's a process, like you gotta prove it's like proof of concept. Like uh-huh. you gotta prove that this is actually even worth me investing right. in. And She's like, and 10 times harder because I'm a black woman. Mm, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Definitely. Somebody, they already counting me out. Definitely. So it's a process. And mm. I know um, that, you know, it don't come easy. But if this is this is your purpose. Right. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. you're like, what else you going to do? I, I, I must <laughs> say, because, I mean, out of all the things that I aspire to be, being, being you know, working in my passion has got me the furthest. Right? Yes. I feel like I'm I'm sitting on the couch. I mean, like, I, I know, yes. I know a couple of people that's been sitting on this couch, you know, yeah, and I'm no. on the couch. So, yes. you know, I feel like I'm, I'm moving in the right direction. Absolutely. You know, so. Absolutely. I'm yeah. excited. I'm excited to see your growth. I'm excited to see yeah. the next chapter. Now, there might be someone listening that's like, dang, Precious, like, I feel the same way, right? Or they are at, uh, working in TSA or they're mm. working a job and they're like, I'm ready to take take the leap of faith. What would you say to them? I just, just jump. Jump just jump. Go ahead. Yeah. Like, I feel like you, you really don't have nothing to lose it's like you can work paycheck to paycheck be exhausted worn out tired i mean you could go through the same thing for yourself you know what i mean you're doing it for somebody else right you know you could do it for yourself if you're going 
If you're going to do it, you might as well do it for yourself. And that's on period because yeah. you could either, like you said, work for a paycheck, um, right. be exhausted, like, go still paycheck be, to Still be living paycheck to paycheck. Mm-hmm. Like, and you going to do the same thing in business. Right. Exactly. <laughs> still, 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 yeah. still hustling, you know? Like, might as well. Might, might as well. well. Do work your towards yourself. your passion. I mm-hmm. love that. I love that. Yeah. Well, listen, this was a good conversation. Mm-hmm. And I think you gave the girls actionable things that they really can take. Because I, one thing that I tell people all the time, one reason why, it's like, we don't have to. I want y'all to know there are CEOs out there that's not $100 million CEOs. Like, there mm-hmm. are CEOs out there that's like, I'm still grinding. I'm yeah. still figuring it out. Yeah, I'm definitely But I still be going through shit. Yeah. Like, it ain't, it's not... Everybody's not living the perfect. And let me tell you something: them hundred dollar, the hundred million dollar CEOs and the hundred K CEOs. Mm-hmm. Everybody be going through some shit. Right. Okay, that's why yeah. we call it the Ghetto CEO Podcast. Because being a CEO is just giving very much ghetto, that's y'all. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. And listen, if this is you out there, if you're like, listen, I'm trying to figure out should I jump off the porch? My girl said jump. Okay, ten toes down, make sure you jump. So make sure you like, comment, and subscribe, and tune in to the next episode, and we'll see you later.